This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. episode number 235. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm the Dit Man. Yeah! The Dit Man's here. Not Blake, though. He's not dedicated. Well, that or he's got some uh, Dutch Ent disease that's yes. keeping him out for a second week. The Dit Man's going to help us out this week because uh, Blake, his uh, radio co-host on 99.7, uh, is out for a couple weeks. Uh, he has some Dutch Ent disease, and uh, we do wish Blake well. Speedy uh, recovery. Yes, a very speedy recovery, and hopefully Percocet helps. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, so Blake, we miss you. And uh, just Blake, just pretend it's the Sensei Comic Expo and you were just in the green room. It's a good one. Anyway, Dead Man, how are you doing? Outstanding, fellas. How about yourselves? Uh, Wonderful. Wonderful. Jeff? I exist. Well, that's about as good as Jeff's going to get right now. So, (laughs) congratulations, Jeff. I'm I'm blown away by your ability to show up. Half a life is just showing up. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the pre Fourth of July podcast episode because we're all big Fourth of July fans. Uh, yeah. Hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of celebrating our nation's independence. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Being having a day off work. I'm not a huge fan of making plans for my day off work because it's supposed to be a celebration and day of rest. I agree. I agree. Paul, how, man? how are you, are you going to be doing fireworks? <laughs> in true military fashion, things will be blown up in my backyard tomorrow. Yes. Dogs? I am not against animals. We'll say okay. that. Okay. Although I am not aligned with PETA, but that's a different conversation. How much did you spend? <laughs> we'll get to PETA in a bit. <laughs> uh, how much did you spend on fireworks? Ballpark. I took easy this year. I, I picked up about $200. That's not bad. So that's about two minutes worth of fireworks. Um, it's like ten. I've got a, wa- a wide yard, so I got to walk 
to and from. He's got a long wick between <laughs> the ones. That's what she said. Ah. <laughs> or do do one of those displays that like San Diego did was that ten years or so ago where accidentally everything on the barge went off at the same time. It did not work well. It was supposed to be like a half-hour show, and it all went off within two minutes. It did not work well. <laughs> oh, but it was a nice explosion. It was. That's why they lost the Chargers. Yeah, because that's of why. that. Yes, yeah. that's why. The competency was low. <laughs> and also has Des Hassing over there, so that's why, I think. I think he was a big part of it. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, our My neighbor has like a $4,000 um, fireworks display every year. Uh, so it's wonderful because my wife and I sit outside around 9.30 at night and we just watch a free show in the backyard. So that's kind of nice. Firework yeah. show, right? <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> just asking. We're an open community here. Why you got to bring it down? Hey, I noticed you're in the middle of a bunch of cornfields. I don't know what goes on out here. Open oh. community, yet you have gates and guards at the front well, door. Oh, it's a closed open community. Uh-huh. I don't think you understand what that means. I don't. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Earl at the gates. Barely let you guys in today, so be happy about that. So, Nate got fired. Uh, Nate, uh, our security guard, he got fired at the gates because he was putting too much porn in the woods. Uh, so I thought that was part of the job of security guard. Well, not anymore. Uh, it was not good. It was now, now that you can get all the porn you want on your handheld uh, phone devices. <laughs> handheld? I, I thought you were going to say handheld device. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, do want to say a cr- quick, quick, quick thank you. To Michael Liao <laughs> and Hysteria Fifty One, uh, great podcast. Um, they are uh, they have donated prizes to Bowling for the Brave, um, so we appreciate that. Uh, Bowling for the Brave is in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, middle of August, I believe August fourteenth, eighteenth. Uh, we will get that up. Something teenth. Yes, uh, it's a Saturday. Uh, it's great though because uh, Blake. Uh, was nominated a couple years ago uh, for his military service and uh, was introduced at the Reds game and, uh, you know, had jersey and everything else. But it's a nonprofit organization that helps veterans. Uh, all money goes to the veterans. And uh, they have a um, bowling for the brave, a bowling, um, just a fun day of bowling at Coleraine Bowl in Cincinnati, if you're here. And uh, Hobie will be there. We sponsor a lane. And uh, this year... We asked our podcast buddies if anyone's interested in donating for a podcast basket, like so you could uh, raffle on, and we got one. So that is nice. So uh, Michael Leal and Hysteria Fifty One are the first two to donate, and we've had uh, a great outpouring of people that have asked that have said that they are donating and sending in. Um, so I do appreciate all that. Yeah. So, so if any other podcasts are listening and say, "Hey, we'd like to go ahead and donate," just. Uh, Get a hold of Jason at uh, Bad Ideas Podcast. Podcast on Twitter yes. or email us at hobiepod at gmail.com. So, yeah, just get on, get in touch with us on uh, Twitter is probably the best way on direct message to me uh, at Bad Ideas Podcast. Or send us a message at Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. So, uh, let's see here. Um, anything else? Any up down for you, Jeff? For me, my up this week is it seems like all the roads that have like been under construction forever are now nice and done, most mm-hmm. of them around my place. And, and it's nice not having to dodge construction every day and, and have nice paved roads, wide lanes going. When you say dodge construction, I pictured you going in and out of the orange barrels. Ha ha, copper, you don't catch me. <laughs> I might have done that once or twice. <laughs> Ha ha, boss hog, I roll this county. <laughs> Come on, coin vans, get in the back. 
Uh, there's too much junk in the back of the movie. Get on top of the hood! Sorry. Anyways. Uh, Demian, any up for you? Oops. Uh, looking forward to vacations this summer. Relaxing. Uh, so up on summer in general. It's, it's, oh. it's a good year. It's not three degrees outside like it was in the winter. It's not raining. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's only like 98 degrees. Hey. Ah, bye, bye, bye. No, that's not them. That's back. Well, I wasn't making a Nick Lachey oh, band well, joke. I was just... Dip, man, you're a big boy band fan. I um, am. I am. Uh, O-Town. Anyways. Uh, that's not you... a boy band. Is it? I don't think so. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were like one of them, like put together on the television show, oh, like, making the band uh, or something. Was Drew Lachey in Ninety Eight Degrees? That he was. Okay, just making sure. This is why you're a fun, DJ. So, fun fact: oh. I I did meet them in nineteen ninety nine. The Lacheys. We stayed in the same hotel as Ninety Eight Degrees on a deployment. Ooh, would have been better if you met them in nineteen ninety eight. It would have, but we didn't, so... It's... <laughs> so it's 99. <laughs> describe irony. That's not it. That's not <laughs> it. <laughs> that wouldn't describe irony at all. Well, I'll start with my down. My down is summer, because I fucking hate summer. <laughs> it's 98 degrees outside. <laughs> I hate it. There's nothing good about it. Stay tuned for the first four-foot snow in the middle of December when Jason does his I love Dece- I love winter. Yeah, I don't know how. I love winter. I would much rather have five degrees outside than 98. Uh, I'm sorry. I hate yeah. summer, except for baseball and swimming. Unless you have my community pool, and then kids throw up in the pool and close it. Oh, that's uh, nice. Yeah. That happens in a gated or closed or open, cl- open closed community. We executed them. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> hey, they had it coming. Don't throw up. Uh, my up? <laughs> you're not allowed to throw up. You, you're not allowed to get sick in this community. Again, you don't know what a closed, open, gated community <laughs> is. Open, closed? I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know. So apparently, furry rabies does not run rampant in this community. No, no. Dutch Ent does because uh, Blake brought it to the community, and I'm scared. Uh, so uh, my up this week is right before the podcast. Uh, I actually took family to see Incredibles Two, uh, Electric Boogaloo, and it was very well done. Uh, I think the first one I like it, but I think it gets uh, overhyped. I think it's over. No, you're wrong on that. Appreciate it. Okay. Oh, uh, but I, I do enjoy the first one. Second one, I enjoyed it a lot, too. Will this one make me cry? Nah, not really. Well, then screw it. Okay. So first I do have one a, made me cry. I, I do have a question about the demographic. Were the parents that are our age more interested than the children? I don't know. My uh, four-year-old and my eight-year-old really loved it. Uh, Jack-Jack stole the show. But I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think my kids enjoyed it more than I did. Again, I think the first one is, you know, overhyped. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think the first one is a good solid B. Uh, this one, I would probably give a B plus to, A minus. I know some people, uh, Pop Culture Podcast, uh, have said that uh, they gave it the best film of the year so far. Wow. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, I enjoyed it. I think I might have to take some time like you do with some of my reviews. Take a time to uh, take a look at it and think about it. Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Speaking of movie reviews, son and I, my oldest son and I, Going to for nerdly.co.uk on Thursday, going to go see Ant Man and the Wasp. So, opening night, and uh, we're pretty excited about it. And uh, my review will be up on Friday morning uh, on nerdly.co.uk. In the UK, it will be Friday afternoon. Is it time travel? Is that opening? Thursday on, night. Thursday night? That's not going to be out for the 4th of July no. tomorrow? It was no. Thursday. Oh, okay. And they have showings as early as like 5 or 6 p.m. I was kind of surprised by that on hmm. Thursday. 
Uh, but yeah, it looks like a fun movie. It looks lighthearted. Um, my son's been really excited to see it. And Ghost, the bad guy, really intrigues me in it. So, um, different ghost. Walks will space haunt. ghost? Yeah, Space Ghost. Is uh, he on the Space Force? We'll get into it. Include, uh, we'll talk about that later. I thought we were going to talk about it. I thought that was a perfect segue to talk about it. It was. I was, I was setting you up I was up trying for to it. foreshadow it. But, no. listener feedback from Matthew Fabio says, who would, lead, who would you have lead your Space Force? And that was our Twitter poll of the week this week. What? On Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we had the options of Space Ghost, uh, Zap Brannigan, uh, that was from Futurama. Yes. Uh, we have Space Ace from the bad, bad video game. That wasn't that bad. Come on. Uh, I watched a... So I it was what, the space version of... Uh, the Dungeon Slayer. That's it. Dragon Slayer. Yeah, Dragon, Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. <laughs> Dragon Slayer. Shut up. You didn't have to promote a space entity, asshole. Space Ace. Shut up. Anyway. Well, <laughs> adventure. <laughs> It's a space version of adventure. That, that dragon looks like a kangaroo. <laughs> I always thought it was a seahorse. Yeah, I can see that, too. I can see that. Uh, anyway, so he... Uh, and we also had Commander Matt Decker for the Star Trek fans. Uh, so, Besada Geek. Uh, so, congratulations on winning that. Uh, let's see. We had some good results on this one. Uh, you can always vote at Bad Ideas Podcast. We at least have one poll of the week. Uh, let's see here. In first place... Oh, I'm sorry. We'll do last place. Zero percent of the vote. Zero point zero. <laughs> Commander Matt Decker. Well, that just means that Star Trek is awful. That's uh, exactly what it means. I think it's scientifically proven because yes. of that poll. Thank you. Uh, we're right till proven wrong. Uh, we also have Space Ace came in second with four percent of the vote. Uh, the few people that voted for that, I appreciate that. You probably are the only ones that remember that show, that video game. Um, and then you also had. Uh, in, uh, winning 54% to 42%, Space Ghost beat Zap Rannigan. It was a tight race between those two. I couldn't figure out who I really wanted to vote for. The percentage did not really change, and we actually had more votes after this was printed, this outline. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was a close race, but Space Ghost won 54 to 42%. Um, supposedly, the rumor is Space Ghost Coast to Coast is coming back. I had heard something like that. Okay. Now, as long as that's the space ghost that is leading Space Force, not the space ghost from the 70s or something. Oh, no, like... no, no, no. <laughs> or the comic book version. I never awful. read the comic book version. They rebooted that a while back, and ugh. Dev could probably talk about that. Help us yeah. out there, Dev. Uh, Paul, who would you have as leading your force here? That's a tough choice, tough decision. I think logically Captain James T. Kirk. Just but he's not all the choices. I'm just saying. You asked me who well, I lead. You didn't say of these four. We're not allowed to go off the board. Well, I guess we're going off the board then. I don't I mean, know what's going on here. I'm I mean, just the saying. question presented to us by Matthew Fabio did not give these four choices. That is true. Right. That's true. So I mean, logically speaking, the guy's got the credentials. He's kind of led things before. You know, he's traveled in space. He's flown a ship. So it sounds logical. Problem is, he's two thousand years in the future. Okay, time Some travel. Some Supreme oh. Overlord is, too. That's his forward thinking. Ah. Again, let's be clear. It isn't created yet, so it could be 2,000 years before, before this. I mean, <laughs> good point. the government is could be working on this for a while. Have you seen both sides of the government? I don't think we're going to last 2,000 years. Hell, I don't think we're going to last 20. Hey, that's that's fine, but the political podcast is down the hall. You can talk I'm about it there. Say, I'm just saying I hate both sides. <laughs> I'm not saying I like one or the other. I'm saying I hate them both. <laughs> so maybe instead of Space Ace, 
I'll choose Dirk the Darren to run my space. From Dragon's Lair? From Dragon's Lair. Okay, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, that would make perfect sense for him to run a, lead a space corps. That's a good one with Captain Kirk, though, going back to that. Which one has better hair, Captain Kirk or Supreme Overlord? That's a tough call. That is a tough call. Um, I'm going with... Or um, a pile of dead tribbles. Oh, fucking mm. tribbles. I think I'm going to go with uh, Space Ghost Leia, Princess Leia. Uh, I think she was good. Mary she, Poppins? Yeah, Mary Poppins Leia, but she is a space... She conquered space with her last Jedi. She came back in. Yeah. The, one of the few parts I Yeah, you try her. to blow up her ship, she'll just float back in. Screw you. Screw you, aliens. Oh, if we're looking at princesses, didn't Princess Vespa steal like a plane or a ship and fly back? That was a scooter, she said. Oh. That was a scooter. <laughs> uh, I'm just, just saying Princess Leia might be able to stop uh, space ISIS. I'm just saying, I think they saw it. <laughs> Is there ISIS in space? Yes. You know what? Here we go. I got my, I got my secret weapon. You know who's going to lead it? Freddy. Or not Freddy, sorry. Jason X from uh, the... <laughs> oh God, no! From that yeah. Jason X, Uber, Uber Jason, Uber Jason. <laughs> I think he could do it. Uh, he just wanted his machete back. That's all. Yeah. Watch oh, Jason wow. X. Ever. I want my two dollars. Yeah, that was <laughs> such a terrible movie, so but it was so fun to watch. The, the androids' nipples kept falling off. <laughs> Is it? Never mind. <laughs> Next question. Hey, look, there's nudity. Let's have a pillow fight. That's just when he took the one person and put them in a sleeping bag, kept banging them against the pole. Oh, that was not stripper either. Uh, <laughs> those songs don't pay for themselves. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, let's do some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Sponsored by The Decision 2.0. When you just need to tear down a Nike sign in your hometown, go to Downs Construction. They'll be there for you. Anyways, listener feedback. Paul, would you like to do it, or would you like me to do it? All right, listener feedback. Good man. We'll start with this guy named Doug. Number one fan. A-pants. Oh, well, it doesn't say here, so... Can't give yourself a name. This could be a random Doug. It could It could be. Oh, it could be another Doug. Yeah. We have it a lot could of be dogs. The cartoon Doug from the yeah. 90s. Nobody likes do, that. Do, do, do. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, what do we think of the new Predator trailer? Didn't see it. Looks good. I'm intrigued by it. Okay, I shouldn't say it looks good. It looks fun. <laughs> Man, you, you look worried. So, I saw it when it came out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is terrible. As bad as Danny Glover Predator 2 terrible. Oh. As if they should have never made the second one or whatever this remake is intended to be. Predator. Did you see the new trailer? No, I've not seen the new, new trailer. There's an uber predator in it. <laughs> not Chris Hansen. No, no. There's a giant predator. Uh, not to be confused with a standard-sized predator. Correct. It's, it's like a, a collection of poodles. Standard-sized <laughs> and giant-sized. It, that is kind of what it is in the, in the folklore of predators. Uh, and discussed in the comic books of them, uh, mm-hmm. there is an uber tribe of predators that are taller and more dangerous. So Hollywood, you you can submit ideas to Hollywood at... Uh, graphicnovice.com. Uh, so I I think it would be best if Predator walks in, because it's in suburbia now. Right. So he walks into a house and you see Chris Hansen sitting there. And you go, hello, Predator, how are you? Uh, I didn't do anything. Well, I don't know. You've been talking for quite some time online. Why do you have that bag of skulls in your car, in your spaceship over there? I'm a hunter. Are you a hunter? I mean for stock, livestock. Really? 
Online, you said, hey, 12-year-old girl, would you like to see my dick? I mean, I'm sorry, Predator, that's an issue. I meant this stowed dick thing I killed in space. Would you like to have a seat? I want to go now. You're free to go. There's nothing that can stop you from going. Except for the Space Force. (laughs) Already, this storyline is better than the first trailer I saw. Uh, On a side note, uh, could you explain to me why you have a six-pack of Zima and a pack of condoms in your spaceship, too? Uh, You never know what's going to happen. Uh, Those aren't mine. Those are Uber Predators. Yes, we have Uber Predator here. Uber Predator, would you like to talk to me? Zomp! Dead. Zomp uh, dead? Yes, <laughs> that was his uh, sword. Oh, Uber or, Predator has a sword? Did yeah. he have nails? I, or, like, long claws? Yeah, I just wanted to take fingernail clippers to them. They were kind of annoying. It's like, come on, man. I know you're traveling in space. You got some downtime. Clip your nails. And didn't he die, like, when Arnold Schwarzenegger crushed his face? Oh, there's a whole alien race of Predators. Uh, have you seen the movie Predators? Uh, with Topher Grace? No. They get transported to uh, the planet of Predators, like a hunting planet, and the Predators... This conversation has already gone too long. <laughs> Have you seen Alien vs. Predator? No! No, 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 no. Nobody <laughs> should see that. Whoever <laughs> wins, we lose. No, we did lose. We did lose that battle. Oh, my God. <sighs> Hitman, uh, number one fan, Doug, would like to give you something. It's oh. uh, straight from Disney for uh, reading his question. Ah. He, he has... Uh, the Disney Resort's vanity kit. So nice. We will be giving those away at the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 14th through 12th through the 14th. You might get some 14th moisturizer or some breath wash. You might should get I, some of this. Should I open this online? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. You might, that might lose money there, buddy. That might lose Sorry, value. Sorry, I'm not a collector. Let's be uh, clear. It's Q-tips and pads, I think. What kind of pads? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. And condoms. Disney-flavored condoms. See, there's a little... Who needs... Eight Q-tips. <laughs> and some spore mat- pads. And That's what, what you get. And what looks like the wooden spoon that you scrape out the frozen lemonade at the ball game with. Ooh. Well, that would be kind of fun. Oh. Is it an emery board? I don't know. It looks so. like a wooden spoon that oh. I'd scrape frozen <laughs> lemonade. What are you scooping out at <laughs> Disney Resorts? I'm a little scared. I know, right? Ah, Mickey and Minnie might have been in that room before. Yeah, and a nice honeycomb. I, I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Moving on. What else next, we got? Next, what do we have? Uh... Pop culture. Pop culture podcast. Comic book men got canceled. Does anybody care? I care because I like seeing the geek stuff come into the comic book store and the value of it and, you know, if they pay for it or not. I don't care about their hijinks on the side. I only saw one episode, Mm -hmm. so I never really got into it. So you're four seasons behind. But is it only four seasons? Four or five. But I kind of liked the fact that it was there, though. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that, that type of show that... That should speak to me, even though I never watched it. So I, li- I liked that it was there. I liked that it gave Walt Flanagan something to do. Yes. And and Brian Johnson, Steve Dave. Uh, if you listen to them, though, um, who's the owner of the thing, Walt? Uh, he The comic book store, or the manager. He was not happy that um, they filmed it there. Because he said it was a lot of pain and torture for him because he's not a Oh, well, person. then screw him then. Yeah, he can't rent here anymore. Yeah. Uh, please check online. AMC did uh, re- did uh, uh, commission funny book guys up in uh, you know Michigan with Dev and his crew at Toys Comics. Comics. Don't you know? Don't hey. you know? I think that's Wisconsin or no, Canada. No. They all speak weird. It is. It is Michigan. What else we got? <laughs> uh, from Brian H. Hey guys, my listener feedback this week is if you could somehow make sure 
Brigger was not available on the days we record. It'd make it much better for him personally to listen to. Thanks. Ha-ha-ha! I am here! Uh-huh, I'm French, and I am here for you! Uh-huh. And now Brian is in pain. Yep. Uh-huh. Wait till his Michael Caine shows up. Uh, <laughs> so we were watching Young Sheldon last night, catching up on it. Uh, it's a lot. It's like a Wonder Years. Okay, no, it's not, but go ahead. Anyways, my wife and I like it, and my wife goes, you ever notice that everyone in this family except Sheldon has a southern accent? And I go, if you would like, I could, you know, dub it over with a southern accent. So I have a question. Didn't you hate Big Bang Theory oh, because of Bang. Sheldon? Yes, but young Sheldon is decent. No. Mm. I hate young Sheldon because of Sheldon. But do you like Big Bang? Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Intriguing. Yeah. That just means you have bad taste. I like Big Bang because as the cast got bigger, they started branching out, and it's better now than it was But you like Lost, and there was no end game. I don't understand the ending. It was a stupid ending. Wait, wait, wait. Blake's not here. We don't need to do impersonations of Blake. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) There's no crazy homeless people waiting to have that discussion. Uh, So, ha, 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 Brian. Some people just want to watch the world burn, so suck on that. So we'll do our best, but unfortunately, Jason's in charge of the intern. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I am, guys. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey. I'll play with your intern. Hey, there's Chris Hansen. <laughs> so, uh... What else we got? Anyway, so coming next, we have David regarding the top five Michael Caine films from a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Some people just want to watch Robot. Wow, a French Michael Caine. Okay. <laughs> Children of Men is not is great, and you're all terrible for not liking that. All right. Um, did any of us say we didn't like it? Uh, two of us said we thought it would be better than it was. Jim and I both did. Oh, oh, okay. Because I don't remember. I must have not been paying attention at that point. Because I'm like, I <laughs> liked it. It didn't make my list. Mainly because it's not a rewatchable movie. Oh. I think that might have been in my top five of movies I liked, but it's tough to rewatch. Just, uh, yeah, he was not happy with us. So. Well, Sorry, David. We apologize. I don't. Let's wait till the top five later. Yeah. What else we got? Next, we got Chris Richardson. Good night, mate. Yeah. So Hello, Vicka. You cheeky cunt. That's Blo- the British version. Bloody hell. All right, what would win in a fight, Jaws or a T-Rex? The confrontation takes place in a big-ass lake deep enough for Jaws to swim, but also shallow enough for T-Rex to stand and wait about. That could totally be a thing. Do not question me. Man, what do you think wins? I don't think T-Rex can reach Jaws, so I think Jaws eats his legs off. Oh, so he would be stumpy. Yeah. And fall, okay. And then he'd just be kind of rolling around on his so he, arms. He would have small arms and small feet. And, <laughs> like and his tail's just propelling him in circles. While the, <laughs> the problem I have here, though, is... The one problem? Yeah, the one problem. <laughs> is Jaws is dead. Okay, He got alive. blown up. So I saw Jaws blow up. T-Rex has been dead for T- about four million years, too. Well, but they brought him back. And he hasn't 400 died. Four million years. <laughs> He's been in at least... Three Jurassic movies and hasn't died yet. That's true. He did kill a Spinosaurus. Yes. So, creature that didn't die in his own film where all these other creatures are dying versus the creature that Mm -hmm. blew up. A shark isn't that fast, right? 
In water? Yeah. It's kind of his thing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he definitely would be able to outrun <laughs> well played. in water the uh, T-Rex running after it. Well, so, yeah, I'm not saying that, but I mean, if he comes up to the T-Rex, he's not, he's going to bite his legs, but he can't like swim around. He's not, not Speedy Gonzalez going around. I think once You're saying the, he can't make quick cuts. Correct. I mean, once the T-Rex... So he's not like a Barry Sanders. Correct. Correct. <laughs> oh, did he retire? <laughs> well, no, no, Charles is dead. Barry Sanders <laughs> is retired, so... Who wins in that battle? <laughs> Barry Sanders or Jaws? They're both oh. sipping Mai Tais, or one isn't. Right. <laughs> Land shark. Uh, I would say that once the Jaws attacks the T-Rex, he would reach down. Eventually, the T-Rex would get him in his jaws. And once he picks him up, all he has to do is throw him on a beach, and then he's dead. But are we in the middle of a pool? Are we anywhere near a beach? No, you know, say there's a beach. There's okay, flaws. Sidelines. There's too many flaws in this. I think we should move on. I, I think it's one oh, of it's those, a lake. It's a lake. I think it's one of those arenas where, like, when you go off the right side, you come back on the left side. So, the, or go off the top, you come back on the bottom. So there is no sidelines, and you can't. Okay, run away. it's like an infinity pool, but for <laughs> for Jaws. <laughs> I think the T Rex has deserved it after Jurassic Park, far world, fallen kingdom. Uh, he didn't even get Chris Pratt naked. <laughs> Waiting for his abs. Not there, Chris. Load of disappointed. Disappointed. Go ahead. Not even sure what that was supposed to Kevin be. Kevin Sorbo. Go ahead. Also from Chris. <laughs> Ri- also from Chris Richardson. Regarding last week's top five secondary characters, in no particular order: Samwise Gamgee of Lord of the Rings, Corporal Hicks from Aliens, Sergeant Dignam from Marky Mark: The Departed, Chewbacca in <laughs> any new Star Wars movie. And Monk McGinn, Brendan Gleeson, Gangs of New York. Oh, I like that. Well, Brendan Gleeson's good in everything he's in, so I can't disagree mm-hmm. with that. I like Chewbacca. Rawr. But I always kind of think of him as a main character still. I know he's a set, he's, you know, off to the side, but I still, especially in the new ones, he's more of a main guy. I don't know. He didn't get the medal, so he isn't that main. Wow, that's bullshit, to be honest with you. Oh, we'll reshoot Han Solo and uh, Greedo shooting each other, but we're not going to fucking put in an edit that Chewbacca gets a medal. Fuck you, George Lucas. Although, simple fact of the matter is, Wedgie and Tilly's deserved a medal before Chewbacca, probably before Han Solo. Parkins deserved one post-humorous. Well, post-humorous? Yes. Post-humorous? <laughs> post-humorous? Posthumously? Posthumously? Yeah. Post-humorous. That pretty much describes po- Jason's... Post-hummus. Uh, After something funny. Post-humorous. <laughs> post-hummus. Hey. Oh, that's me in the bathroom. <laughs> oh. After hummus? <laughs> Does anyone like hummus? Yes. Really? Yes. On purpose? Yes. Or does your wife make you? But not the stuff that you get at the store. That's crap. You got to go to like a real nice Greek restaurant mm-hmm. where they actually make it themselves, and mm-hmm. it's not just extruded through something. So the local uh, grocery store chain does not make good ones. Correct. Okay. So the no, I forgot the name of the even brand that sells it. It starts with an S and ends with an A. Yeah, that one. Sabraro. Because we don't want to disparage any brands on the air, right? Sabraro. That's the ones that make the yeah. pizza, right? Yes. Sparrow, yes. Sparrow yeah. is pizza. <laughs> they moonlight. But unfortunately, that's the only thing that was going through my head. They moonlight is hummus makers. Is Sabra? Michael yes. Scott's favorite New York okay. pizza joint. <laughs> this is Sparrow. <laughs> that's real New York pizza. Allegedly. Uh, let's go to Genie of Hobie. Listening to episode 234, Throw a Koala. And sorry, Jason, Back to the Future 3 is terrible. 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 I used to argue it was a good movie. 
until I watched it with the kiddos, and it does not work. So bad. Thank you, Jeannie, for proving my point. Jeannie? You're, you're, uh, you're officially a member of Hobie. And I don't know if I can keep you on as Hobie's, uh, Hobie's payroll with that. Well, you act like you have a choice. Back to the Future 3 is amazing. No, it isn't. It's, it's better than A Million Ways to Die in the West. I've never saw that, so I can't compare. Uh, Ditman, what's your uh, thing? Oh, your view on uh, Back to the Future 3? Remind me which the third one was. Was that Wild West? West? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Move on. What? It's better than the second one. <laughs> second well, one was horrible. Well, they be clear. Horrible, <laughs> Let's so. be clear. You don't need to make a second and a third. <laughs> yeah, they did, because they had to go back in time. Just because you had a food processor that made your plutonium in 1.21 gigawatts. You spent all this time thinking if you, it's debating if you could. You didn't think if you should. So now we're Jurassic Park. Huh? Oh, go back to the Jurassic World. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Back to the Future 3 is amazing. Please tweet us to let me know that I'm right. Or please wrong. tweet him to let him know he's wrong. Right. Whatever. First movie, good. Maybe slightly overrated because people put it up there as, like, one of the best ever. It's good. I enjoyed it. It was new. It was different. Yeah. For its time. Yeah. Great. But the sequel's terrible. Both of them. Terrible. Both of them terrible. Terrible. Love Michael Budge J. Fox, but, yeah. I don't know. He was kind of shaky in his performance. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. No, 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 no. From Besotted Geek, what wrestler, past or present, does each member of Hobie most resemble? Okay, that's a tough one. Are we talking physically? Or both. I think physically or mentally. Because I did go as Big Boss Man for Halloween one year, and I think I pulled it off fairly well. If you shaved your head, I think you could do it. I think you could do it. Uh, Dimmack kind of reminds me, with longer hair, of Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. I don't curl I or if, condition. If he had the, yeah, if he had a curled mullet, then he could. <laughs> well, if anybody had a mullet in at this point in time, you'd fall for most of our wrestlers. I, I'm going with Mr. Perfect for the Dent Man. Uh, me, maybe Piper. Maybe Piper. No. 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 I think that's more crazy. Homeless Blake speed. <laughs> I could see that as Blake. I could see that as Blake. Um, I could see the. Uh, I could see. Doug, number one fan, maybe Vader? Vader's a lot bigger, but, you know... Oh, no, you know what? I could see number one fan Doug as Big John Stud. Oh, I like your Vader. I think that was the actual when we were talking this thread on... Uh, oh, Twitter? Twitter, I think I hooked okay. a Vader picture up for him. Okay, moment of silence for Vader. He died last week. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that when I put the picture, and I got too soon. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> you know what? That you did. That you did. Uh, Jeff, I could see you as Akeem, a.k.a. One Man Guy. I could see that. The African Dream? I could see that. Uh, okay. Who would I be? I'm a little worried about this. I'm, I'm a little confused as to why I'm the One Man Gang, but... You kind of look like it. Uh, or Jim. We need Jim, too. Let's see. Jim looks Hacksaw like... Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Jim. Is Jim? That's a good one. Oh, I was going to say Sick Boy. <laughs> oh, from Raven's Block. <laughs> Everyone's a classic wrestler, except you, Jim. You're Sick Boy. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, I could see Scab Jeff as Jimmy Hart. I could I, see that. I was thinking, of the South. Yes. I, was thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of Paul Bearer, but... Ooh, uh, <laughs> me Scab or... Jeff. Scab Jeff. He's not big enough. He's not big enough. And he doesn't talk like this. Oh shit! I could be Paul Bear. 
<laughs> Son of a bitch. I wasn't necessarily going to say it. <laughs> Son of so a there bitch. it is. I'm my undertaker. You know, Jim could be Jake the Snake Roberts, too. Yeah, he could be. Yeah. He's greasy enough in the hair. <laughs> well, the hair he has The hair he has left. Well, if that's the case, then if he's losing his hair, it could be Hulk Hogan uh, with the big dome up top. Uh, nah, yeah, he, he's got too curly hair. Too curly. He, could, he couldn't do the uh, leg drop either. No, no, I don't think he could. I don't think Pull he could. Pull a hammy. So Jim is Hacksaw Jim Duggan or Jake the Snake Roberts or both. Uh, Dipman is Kurt Henning. Uh, I am Paul Bear. Uh, Doug, number one fan, is uh, Vader. Uh, Roddy Piper is uh, Blake, or Blake is Roddy Piper, whichever one. Uh, and Jeff is Big Boss Man, uh, a.k.a., or he could be Akeem or One Man Gang. They were a tag team called the Twin Towers, uh, which looks back probably not the best title. Or, or um, even nowadays, maybe I'm, I'm like Tugboat or Typhoon, tug, whatever tugboat he goes dead. by. I could see Tugboat. I could see Tugboat. Uh, not Earthquake. Tugboat. I could go with that. I like that. Especially when he wore the little Gilligan Cap. hat. The sailor hat. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's all. Uh, they're not all. Although Jason, I could see uh, you mm-hmm. being the Godfather doing the Ho Train. Ho Train. No, uh, you don't look like him necessarily, but I could see you being maybe a Gold Dust. <sighs> oh, Gold Dust. <laughs> oh God. Oh, Goldust <laughs> is probably even better than Paul Bearer for him. <laughs> you ever just lick your face? <sighs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. And then run your hair, your hands through the back hair. Oh, night long. I am Goldust. Do you know what he's doing? He's creeping me out is what he's doing. <laughs> then I accomplish myself as gold dust. All right. It's official. Jason's gold dust. Creepy and gold dust, yes. I'm going to do the rest of the podcast as <laughs> gold dust. I'm not sure if this is like a creepy R&B, like late night music channel, or if this is like... <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> To two. Call the 976 numbers. I know, 976. Gold right? dust. <laughs> we got some Barry White for you. Coming up on 102.7. Why listen to Blake and the Dip Man when you can get your love on 102.7? Not on the same channel as Blake and the Dip Man at 92.53. Oh, When you're making love to your sweet, fine woman tonight, just remember, gold dust is in the room. Wow. (laughs) I'm at a loss for words. The sad part is, I think we just have a recurring character. (laughs) You are correct. That nobody wants. I think think Brian H., we might have just lost as a listener. (laughs) Men and women both want... What else we got? You're proud of that, aren't you? <laughs> it's my best impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Let's finish it up, Ditman. Take it down, Gold Dust. Take it away, Ditman. Uh, ooh, this one looks like it's directed at me. It's from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. 
for the dip man, if you had to take one road trip anywhere, where to be and with whom, and you must be 100% honest. We answered this, the cast of Hobie answered this a while back, so we, I started doing this as a recurring thing for every guest. Because it's a good question. I like the question. So, so good job, So, to so a guest who hasn't previously answered this, you're yes. making them answer it now. Yeah, just as a thing. Who would you take a road trip with? So I kind of, so I just saw the question as I was leaving the office and perusing the uh, agenda for this evening, mm-hmm. and I made the comment to Jeff. So, how long do I have to spend with this person? Is this a long road trip or a short road trip? I think we did cross country, didn't we? I think it said depending on where you were going. Okay, you pick a place and you pick the person. I pick the place and the person. So, sure. being a hundred percent honest, I have kind of two people I think of. So. Kind of being honest, taking a road trip with the wife across country would be pretty cool. Okay. Uh, she hasn't been a lot of places. I've been a lot of places. So I'm kind of that geek that says, hey, these are these cool things you should see. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the uh, Willie Nelson of your family. Family. Yeah. Okay. On, On the, the road, road again. again. <laughs> and the other giving recent events is kind of weird. So if I wanted to hang out, have a beer, cross a European continent or whatnot, would be Anthony Bourdain. Moment of uh, silence. Moment of silence. Uh, I've always been a fan of uh, his perspective on food and life, but not the recent perspective, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) But but based on what you see on TV or his old shows, uh, I think he has a very, he had a very interesting view on cultures and food and how those things coalesce and, and uh, help people to think about where they're at and what they're doing. So I think that would be a cool trip. I think if you sit down and eat a meal with a person or drink a beer, your whole perspective of them and their culture changes. Right. So right. why don't we just do that? Yeah. Everybody in the world. Fucking Sit down stop and have it. a beer. Sit down and have a beer. I don't have I a beer. I will tell you who I will not take a road trip with. Icelanders. Gold dust. <laughs> Gold dust is from, banned from traveling through the Midwest. <laughs> I'll get road trip or road head. I'm sorry I brought it back up. Oh, you brought it back up. Oh, night long on 102.7. I would take a road trip with Chris Richardson. Oh, yeah. We can talk about Undertaker and his overratedness. Contest. What else we got? I think that's all we have for listener feedback. Okay, we're done. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) We do have a face-off this week, Uh, so let's get right to that. I'd like to take his his face off. Jeff, please explain what face-off is. Face-off is when uh, somebody, preferably a good listener, will give us a suggestion of two people or factions or something to go head-to-head against each other, and we decide who will win. That's right. Uh, This week, what do we got? Uh, From Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd, he says he wants to see a nice face-off between ESPN, the magazine's body issue, versus Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Ooh. man, what are you going with? Let's be clear. Both of them uh, advertise things I cannot achieve <laughs> from a personal body perspective. 
Uh, Time out. Prince Fielder uh, posed in the body issue. Right. You are much more attractive than Prince Fielder. And that's not just because of his body shape. That's just his personality. He's an ass, allegedly. <laughs> uh, Karma got But it. to that, I'd rather see what's in the swimsuit issue than the ESPN issue. <sighs> swimsuit issue. Such degrading and sexist. How is that different from the body's issue? The body's issue, well, one, shows people of both genders. I agree. Probably even more so with guys. <laughs> but he digresses. <laughs> and, and people of all different body types. You'll, you'll get the, uh, you know, powerlifting women versus the soccer-playing guys. You get everybody. They run the spectrum. Do you get gold dust? But then the Sports Illustrated only shows big-bosomed women. I'm going with the body issue. <laughs> I'm equal opportunity. I'm securing myself. Oh, I'm still going with the swimsuit issue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be clear here. Okay. Well, then, never mind. How do you compare two great pieces of art? Well. Just saying. I'm just saying, Chris Pratt, if he was an athlete, yeah. he well, would yeah. beat everyone. Uh, it, it, if you get Chris Pratt into whichever one he goes into first wins. Correct. So who would you rather see in a swimsuit issue if the guys were in it? Okay. Tate's or Chris Pratt? Chris oh. Pratt. Oh, <laughs> Wow, that was aggressive. <laughs> That's even aggressive for gold dust. <laughs> oh, Paul must spit his beer out on that one. Uh, I'm going <laughs> Chris Pratt. You know what? Fuck that. Hugh Jackman. Well, he wasn't one of the choices. Oh, I'm going off the board, baby. You can't go off the board. Bro. Oh, I'm going off the board. You're given choices. Oh, call me the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going off the board, baby. Next thing you know, we're going to be signing pot smokers to the team. Allegedly. <laughs> Hey, there's Kevin Hardy. <laughs> or Greg Hardy or whatever his name was. Greg Hardy. I didn't hit it? her, she hit my hand with her face. And I Matt Hardy, her, maybe? <laughs> and I threw her into a thing of machine guns. Hey, he's fine. She's fine. I don't know why nobody wants me in the NFL. Oh no, asshole. Go talk to Ray Rice over there. <laughs> I'm still good ish. In <laughs> my defense. Nope, there is no defense, Ray. Shut up. I didn't know her camera was on. That's a good defense. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was good job, Ray. Good job, Ray. Ah, oh, fucking Rice. He's a big, big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? Uh, <laughs> Tommy boy. Oh. Fat man in a little coat. Uh, that's a man I want to see in the body issue, David Spade. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Chris Farley. Well, not now. Of course, he is probably down to his thinnest. Awkward. <laughs> uh, Moving on. Let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Just want to let you know, number one trend on Twitter right now is Jason's Gold Dust impression. By that, you mean two people tweeted something about it. Uh, we're up to about six. So, number one. Truth until proven wrong. Anyways, news of the geek. Uh, Man is very invested in PETA, and I appreciate him for doing this. Everybody loves tasty animals. That's right. Uh, Jurassic World, colon, Fallen Kingdom, is all about animals, but not the regular kind, just just CGI animals that no longer exist, a.k.a. dinosaurs. Because these creatures are CGI, the movie, is set, the movie set is not overrun with several groups that monitor the animals to make sure they're not being abused, like in most films. But that didn't stop PETA, People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, from attempting to gain a bit of attention on Hobie. 
Uh, the film is about rescuing dinosaurs from the island due to a volcano on the island nearing its time, Royal Spitfire. Uh, saving dinosaurs and protecting them from being caged up was a major theme of the film. PETA came out with the following statement Yay. for a fictional film. Quote, PETA sends in rescue teams when a hurricane or another natural disasters happen, and animals are suffering as a result of that natural disaster. According to PETA senior VP Lisa Lang. So I guess what that would kind of... That would be kind of a um, comparison. And then you do whatever you can to allow these animals to continue living and continue eating and not suffer. For us, suffering is the biggest issue. Really, all of these Jurassic Park movies have really encouraged people to think about the bigger picture and the role we play in the devastation of the environment and the animals who live in it. We're so grateful for the filmmakers for that, she went on to add. In addition, we're extremely grateful that they made a movie about, well, it's about dinosaurs. Obviously, they'll never use a real dinosaur. But they've made a movie about animal lives, about animal protection, and our bad tendencies as the human race without exploiting one animal to make the point. These movies only use animatronics and CGI. Really? Really? And that's just lovely. So not only did they get across a very important message that we really hope is sinking in with people, but they did it without harming the hair on one animal's back, and that's tremendous. I don't think they could harm a dinosaur's hair right now. That's my issue. So, PETA, thank you for piggybacking off that. Especially because dinosaurs didn't have hair. Some that had feathers. Yeah, they think they might have been more covered more feathers. in feathers than we actually... Especially the raptors. And the raptors were a lot smaller than they show in the movie. Yeah. Well, we, that was just a strain of large raptors they did. Well, actually, uh, Dr. Wu in the movie actually explains it that, you know, basically they had to, you know, combine a lot of the DNA with different animals. So They had to make them larger, otherwise people couldn't see them. Yes. Yes, because they're microscopic. <laughs> this is George Lucas? Is he making a thing about media chlorines? Oh, I thought it was about water bears. Ooh, sea monkeys. They clone sea monkeys next. Interesting. So anyway, um, yeah, I think uh, the opinions of PETA uh, have carry as much weight as the opinions of the family that shall not be named. Uh-huh. And whatever they say is inconsequential. Can we say the family that we shall not name their dad that's no longer associated with the family? Uh, who, the you one mean that the be- dead guy? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not Robert. Oh. Uh, the one that became a woman. Uh, Clarissa? Caitlin? Thank you. I was thinking Clarissa tells all. That's not right. Uh, knows all, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yes, Caitlin. Can we talk about her? Sure. I mean, we don't talk about her, but can we no. name her? Oh, we could name her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Her or? Never mind. Stop it. There's been talk, number two, of a live-action Halo adapt- adaptation. We're moving on to the next story. Ah, yes, thankfully. <laughs> and more than four years after it was first put into development, Showtime has officially announced they picked up ten episodes of the scripted drama from showrunner Kyle Killen, Awake, and director Rupert Wyatt. Rise of the Planet of the Apes is what he did. The filmmaker will actually helm multiple episodes and serve as executive producer. It's expected to commence early next year, so it could be a while before we get any casting or story details. But Showtime has had a good record, so we can probably expect good things all around, is what they say. Uh, To quote uh, Showtime CEO David Nevins. Love that last name. Nevins. Halo is our most ambitious series ever, and we expect audiences who have been anticipating it for years to be thoroughly rewarded. In the history of television, there simply has never been enough great science fiction. Kyle Killian's scripts are thrilling, expansive, and provocative. <sighs> like gold dust. Rupert Wyatt is a wonderful world-building director. The world. 
and their vision of Halo will enthrall fans of the game while also drawing the uninitiated into a world of complex characters that populate this unique universe. As long as Sarge or whatever his name is, Halo, doesn't have that fucking floaty robotic thing, though. Is Halo the one with Master Chief? Yes, that's it. Thank you. Master Chef. So, my thought on Halo, we played that... A lot. Six, eight years ago, ten mm-hmm. years ago. Is it still that relevant? No. Then why are we... They came out with a new one, and I think people liked it, but you didn't get the, you know, energy from it that a lot of people have seen, have played it before. I feel like Halo's time, especially for a show, has passed, but if it's a good show, well, it, it doesn't matter. Right now, if it's going to do anything, it's because it's going to be on nostalgia purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, when Halo came out, what, 15 yeah. years ago or however long it's been. It's people, like, oh, I remember when I played that game. Let's, you know, not people think, man, this is a sister show to the game I'm currently playing. I don't think you'll get a whole lot of that. You do have the built-in audience that will watch it because of the video game. And then hopefully, oh, if it's good. Them. I was going to say, you're going to crack 5 million viewers with that? It's showtime. They're going to be happy with a million. <laughs> or a hundred. Uh, I was talking cumulatively over a season, all five episodes. Ten. Ten episodes. <laughs> no, when it gets canceled after five. <laughs> Let's be clear here. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's really that exciting anymore. I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, you can get the people in, and maybe if it's good enough, it can expand that world. But, you know, you could also make another sci-fi show that's not Halo and still yeah. do it. Uh, like quickies. S- oh, yeah. sorry, guys. Like Space Force 2020 or something. Space Ace. Bring it back. Quickies. Dragon Slayer. This is Quickies, the studio behind the Star Trek film franchise, ugh, is hoping Quentin Tarantino's film version of Star Trek, which will be out next year, will get a whole lot of people back into theaters after the subpar box office performance of Star Trek Beyond. Beyond. Before there is no indication of when and where in the vast Star Trek universe Tarantino's film will take place, but on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, Hacks, Zachary Quinto, who plays Spock, spoke on his potential involvement in Tarantino's vision. You know, until details are done and contracts are signed and schedules are cleared, nothing is set in stone, so anything can happen. My understanding is Quentin had this idea and they were shaping it and forming it, and, he's, and now he's off to do his Manson movie. It would, be pre- it would be after that, and the 2009 cast would go maybe do one more with him. Do one with him, which is pretty exciting and pretty cool. Does anyone care about another Star Trek film? So here's my... I'm interested in a... Tarantino? Tarantino Star Trek film. More so than... Well, the problem with the more recent Star Trek films is they weren't making Star Trek movies. They were making space adventure movies with the Star Trek name on it. You didn't think the guy from Fast and Furious director could do a Star Trek film? Why not? So you'd have a Fast and Furious version of Star Trek? You did Trek? the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jim. So, so I think my view on Star Trek is it's got a waning audience. Like, it's past... It doesn't have the... Whatever it is to keep going. Like, if I... I'll be honest. I don't watch or watch Star Wars or anything like that. But I think it has a following because somehow it resonates with various levels of the people. Whereas Star Trek, I feel like the bottom of that age group is mid to late 30s. And yeah, the, the newer generation. These millennials just don't get Star Trek. Hashtag hipsterish. <laughs> Star Trek hipsters. <laughs> yeah. But but that's kind of my view on it. It doesn't have a an allure to somebody that's, you know, wasn't around when the first you know group of movies came out. They do have less angry fan base than Star Wars fans. 
I don't know. They were pretty angry at the uh, 2009 uh, remake. Yeah, and then they saw it. They were like, oh, that's not bad. No, they were like excited and then saw it and said, that sucks. Oh, well, stupid fan bases. So what if Disney bought Star Trek? Oh, yes. And combine it with Star Wars. Trek Wars. Ooh, I like it. Well, we all know the... Would it make money? <laughs> you know, the USS Enterprise would be blown up in a minute by the Star Destroyer. Uh, but the Star Trek... You mean the Star Destroyer that just got bombed and is now out of commission? Uh, anyways, uh, Star Trek, the Undiscovered Country, or whatever is on the CBS All Access, <laughs> um, that is actually getting good reviews. I'm intrigued by that. But yeah, that's, a, that's a, a TV show. The movies, I have no desire to see. So we were looking at uh, the CBS All Access to see, well, if we subscribe, what shows do we get? And it was pretty much two shows. I mean, I suppose you get everything from CBS. Big Brother All Access. Yeah, well, I don't count Big Brother because I wasn't going to watch that crap. But you could. But I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to pay 10 bucks a month so I can get access to something I won't watch. Okay. I mean... A couple hours a week is full too much for Big Brother as it is, especially because oh my god, do they just hire the most terrible people in the world? To yes, that is show? the answer. <laughs> it's like real, if real world, real real world were a game show. They're bringing that back too. The real world game show. Yes. Oh. No, the real world. <laughs> Can they put Puck and Tech on the same season? <laughs> Puck's dead, isn't he? Oh no. No, Pedro's dead. No, no, Pedro, we like. Yeah, but he died. Well, yeah. okay, never mind. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, um, so I forgot what we were even talking about. We digress. <laughs> uh, speaking of Big Brother, oh yeah, uh, Big Brother. Yeah. Big Brother fans condemned contestant J.C. Munonix, douchebag, on Monday after he was spotted on a live feed trying to place an ice cream scooper on his private parts of several housemates. On his private parts? On the private parts of several housemates, oh. sorry. Oh, that was an awkward... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> douchebag was seen on the CBS Live feed entering a room as three female contestants on a bed pretended to be asleep. He laughed as he snapped the ice cream scooper several times before uh, trying to place it under their blanket as they erupted in giggles. He tried to place, then tried to place the ice cream scooper under the blanket of Caitlin Herman, who pushed him away. <sighs> The Miami Nade, the douchebag, also told housemate Casey Clark to open up your vi- vagina and insist it. It feels good. Okay. Apparently, the <laughs> douchebag has not listened to Hobie since we said you're not supposed to put ice cream there. Did you know that, Ditman? I did not. Uh, there was a, there was actually a public service announcement. After the Fifty Shades Darker movie. Yeah, or whatnot. one of them. Because um, she put vanilla ice cream in her hoo and the guy ate her out, Mr. Gray. And um, there was a gynecologist that had to come out and say, please don't put ice cream in your vagina <laughs> because it could be a bad... 101 issue. things not to do with ice cream and your body. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, do not put it in your hoo-ha. Number one, I don't want to think we need to discuss. <laughs> but yes, so uh, yes, uh, another reason that Big Brother is just awful. So... Uh, thank you, uh, J.C. Douchebag. Oh, my God, he even looks like a douchebag. But when you purposely cast douchebags to be in your show, they're going to do douchebag things. Millennials oh won't watch it if you don't have douchebags. Really? Millennials need douchebags? I don't know about I'm, that. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. I don't know. Uh, so there you go. There is your news of the geek. 
Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week by subscribing. Find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Jeff, what are you doing September 14th through 16th? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right. Uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo arrives back at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio, September 14th through 16th. Hobie will be there. Woo-hoo! We got our table. We're excited. You can come play trivia with us. We'll win a bunch of fabulous prizes. We do have a lot of prizes to give away. You can be, uh, challenge us five uh, one-on-one for five questions in any of your geek-related trivia that you want. Uh, we also have, we're not the only reason to go to Comic Expo. You know why? Because Michael Bell, the voice of Duke, uh, Voltron, and the Riddler from the good old Superpower show oh, is going right. to be there. They just announced him. Uh, he's also in Star Wars Rebels as a voice, too. Uh, you got LeVar Burton. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. He will be there. I thought he was Geordie LaForge. He was Geordie LaForge. Hmm. I don't know who that is. Uh, Summer that's Dol- that Star Trek stuff we were talking about oh, earlier. Okay. Uh, he, he was also Kinte Kunte in Roots. Hmm. Oh. Here's your fun facts today. Uh, Summer Kalau will be there. Oh, yes, she will be. Uh, Clark Gregg will be there. Yes, he will be. Yes. Uh, Mary McDonald Lewis, who played the voice of Lady J in G.I. Joe. They're getting some nice G.I. Joe voices. I'm. This is my childhood, so I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, you also got Charles Martinet, who's also the voice of Mario. It's me, Mario. Uh, and you also have Peter Mayhew from uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Thank you. Uh, you also have Bill Ratner, who is also the voice. That was just announced today. Voice of Flint from G.I. Joe. All right. So it's a G.I. Joe look. Yes. Uh, Carl Urban will be there, too. He's, like, been in everything. Like, Lord of the Rings and, like, Star Trek. Judge Dredd. And, like, Judge Dredd. Uh, and, and he was even in uh, Thor uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Thor, yeah. You think he'll sign my Chronicles of Riddick? Yes, know? I think he would. Okay. Uh, I got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, Nikolai Coaster... Waldo. Yay! Winter is coming. Uh, he is From making Game a, of Thrones. Yes, he is making his rare appearance this side of the Mississippi. Uh, actually, in America. He doesn't do many uh, conventions, so that's good. And the Karate Kid, William Zapka. Woohoo! So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, you can also uh, look on Cincinnati Comic Expo on Facebook. You get all the latest uh, releases on who's coming. Good news, too, is there are tons of artists and comic book artists and writers coming as well. Uh, we don't want to chip them on it because they they have a great lineup as well. Uh, and also, even Dev from Source Point Press is going to be there, too. His comic book uh, that he's affiliated with. His and comic he, book coming. And he's specifically going to make the trek this year. I don't know, but Source Point Press will be there. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Travis McIntyre is there, too. There you go. Uh, but, yeah, so lots of great guests. Go to CincinnatiComicExpo.com. And uh, we will see you September 14th through the 16th. It's time for Box Office Bombs. 
All right, the bombs. Per 411 Mania, Solo made $2.3 million this weekend and domestically has only made $207.5 million on a $250 million budget. The film has made a total of $369 million when international numbers are added, but with marketing costs added in, looks like Disney will lose money. Maybe we'll lose, rumor is, uh, 100 to $200 million. Do you think they'll make that up, though, in... Uh, Blu-ray sales? Blu-rays or uh, streaming services and stuff uh, like that. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're still going to lose money on it. I don't think many people are going to run out and buy this movie. Uh, I will. Yeah, I enjoyed I, it. I still need to go see it, so I better hurry up, because it might not even be in the theaters this weekend. People huh? that saw it enjoyed it. I have not heard people say bad things about it. It's enjoyable. Everybody I've talked to, though, there's been multiple people I've talked to in person and on Twitter. They said, if you get past the first 20 minutes, it's good. <laughs> the first 20 minutes are rough. It's just not well done, because it's cho- choppy with the different directors and that. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Like I said, I enjoyed it. If I don't hurry up and see it, this might be the first Star Wars movie that I have not seen in the theater. The only reason I saw it uh, that weekend was because my son really wanted to see it. I was not really pumped to see it. I'm glad I did, though. What else we got? Uh, We have the top five uh, in the box office this week. Number one, we have Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. (sighs) Made another $60 million, a total of $265 million on a $170 million budget. Over a billion dollars worldwide. Already? Yeah. Holy crap, because that's not a whole lot locally or domestically. I'll just double check on that one. I mean... Well, you're talking what, over <laughs> 730 million worldwide. Now, granted, it opened everywhere almost at the same time, so it's possible. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm looking at it. Did up. it even open in China? Yeah. Okay. Is it bootlegged already there yet? Probably. It was probably bootlegged before it came out. Fact. Uh, number two this week, The Incredibles 2 made $45.5 million, a total of $440 million on a budget of $200 million. So Incredibles raking in the dough. I would not be surprised if Incredibles creeps up and wins this week. Oh, no, Ant-Man's come out. Never mind. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. Sorry. But uh, number three this week, we got Sicario, Day of the Soldado, made $19 million in its opening weekend on a $35 million budget. Does that one do better uh, in uh, overseas or foreign? I don't know. Especially, I don't know, would, would that like appeal to, I, I don't I want to sound I, stereotypical, but I think that would appeal to Mexico. Uh, here we go. First off, uh, Jurassic World 2 has made $943.5 Okay, just under a billion. So it will be there probably next week, if that. Or tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, worldwide, Sicario has made uh, twenty nine million worldwide, eight million uh, internationally. Okay, so eight twenty one million so far in world, uh, domestically. It's gotten good reviews too, and they said they were the studio was thrilled uh, with this take because they were actually expecting it made what uh, you said nineteen, 19 million in the opening. They weekend. were expecting eight to nine. Ah. So uh, they said they were pretty happy with it. Well, that's a pretty big budget for $35 million if you're only expecting 8 to $9 yeah. million uh, return on your first weekend. All right, uh, number four this week, Uncle Drew made $15.5 million 
on an $18 million budget. They were expecting uh, about $8 million on this one as well. So people went to the box office or went to the movies this weekend is what they're saying. I feel like Uncle Drew could be a fun show to watch on TBS or something like that, like on cable. If you're just yeah. flipping through, it's not going to be good. Uh, I like Nick Kroll. I don't like him as the stereotypical annoying jerk. Yeah, I, I don't like Nick Kroll when he's over the top. Yeah. And usually most of his characters are over the top. I liked him in the league. Yeah. But and then I've But seen that's about as over the top as I like him. I agree. Because <laughs> I, the only over the top I like is Sylvester Stallone, damn it. Yeah. Ew. It's time to do arm wrestling. Winner takes it all. Loser takes a fall. I'm going over the top. I have nothing. <laughs> oh, he Thank does. You. You just don't want it. Nothing. Thank you for having nothing. Oh, all right. Uh, number five, Ocean's Eight made another eight million. That sounds appropriate. Mm-hmm. Total of one hundred fifteen million on a seventy million dollar budget. There you go. Does that mean Ocean's Nine is coming out soon? I'm fine with that. We've gotten good reviews. So. I don't really care, but yeah, I'm right. not going to see it. They make it. Ocean's right. 9, then they make Ocean's 10, if they're ready to make another Oh, one. God, no. Do they team up in Ocean's 15? Oh, Jesus, no. Ooh, please not. Interesting. Just saying. Please don't. Please don't. Why not? It'd no. be fun. Uh, it's what? at this point when I realize I'm way behind on my movies, is I just saw Avengers like two weeks ago. So, <laughs> Did you like Avengers? It felt very busy. Right, a lot going on. Right, I mean, that like you jump into the pool when it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're not, yeah, yeah, if you're not caught up, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So, I think it was done well. I just think it was way too maybe try to put too much into the film mm-hmm. uh, from the start to finish and keep it within call it two two and a half hours. Um, but it'll see. We'll see when in the next you know installment how they go about that. Yeah. But. Yeah, that that's pretty much my feeling is we have to wait and see. Right. It's it's like are they about to jump the shark and try to start cramming too much into films or you I, know I think they level the playing field with a lot of deaths next one that will stick. Uh, I think the original cast is gone. I think Black Widow survives cuz she's got a movie coming out. Unless you could do a prequel, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's the big question is is the Black Widow movie going to be a prequel? Uh, and then they said the original idea was they were going to get rid of Thor, uh, but they like Ragnarok so much that they're going, they're they're re- uh, trying to sign Hemsworth again. So. I feel like Hemsworth does good for the franchise. I mean, he's yeah. entertaining. He keeps you kind of grounded. In I think he's good for the franchise, and I think the franchise is good for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, outside of Thor, what's the best thing you've saw? Red Dawn. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that's my point. The remake. I mean, the female Ghostbusters, that might have been the best thing he's done outside of Thor. He's no Magic Mike. Takes, t- tops him. Because he's going to be Gambit. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Uh, it's not going to happen. Upcoming on this uh, July 4th week, probably opening on the 6th or Fifth. It's actually open July 6th. The intern okay. said he put the July 4th because he thought something would open July 4th. No. No. Oh, okay. Nothing opened on July... Wow. Yeah. Because Wednesday... I think because it's a Wednesday. It's well, like but you're... When I worked in the movie business, if a holiday fell on Wednesdays, they loved to open When I was in the there. business... Oh, I be, uh, our intern sucked. Oh. The, pur- the first purge opened. Ah. 
So everyone, run out to watch The First Purge. It's a prequel to The Purge, the Purge movies. Yeah. It's the first I've one. I've seen The Purge. I've this not the seen The boss in the title. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first one. It's they purge. Of, it's, it's how they started, I guess. They just, now, now, if they're doing a prequel to that, then do they have to do the binge? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, boo, I'm fired. Yes. Uh, but anyway, opening on the 6th, you got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wasp. Predicted for $70 million. Okay. So, I'm okay with that. I, uh, I might attempt to see that. Maybe I should see Solo before it's gone, if it's not already gone. Eh. <laughs> you could rent it from like a place like Blockbuster or something, right? There's Blockbusters in Alaska. Thank you very much. Hey, that's like I said. Redbox. I could pay. How, for shame, I'm going to Blockbuster first. I I would if I could have trek to Alaska. You got to figure the B movie. Or the B There's family video around the corner from my house. <laughs> Which boggles my mind. That is so, so good. What's their business model that it stays open? I don't know. <laughs> They do memberships, like, for the family. Like, it's a Netflix, but you have to go in and get them. So you pay, like, 30 bucks, and you can get as many movies? For the month, yeah. That's... I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I suppose you can... Yeah, you don't need to... to, Yeah. uh, Wait for it to be put on the streaming service. You can get whatever you want. Yeah, I don't know. I was just... Like, it as all the blockbusters and Hollywood videos in the neighborhood closed, then they built a new one. Maybe people like just going in there and seeing it for the first, like going back to the old school. Just walking in and seeing all the movies on the wall. It's like a record store. Well, you see all the boxes and then the movie you want is gone. Let's be clear. That's that's what I remember about like high school and and stuff like that when we do it. I want it no escape for the 10th time and oh, everybody loves Ray Liotta. Waiting for that movie. (laughs) What about like those Joey Lawrence sleepaway camp things? Do you think the B movie horror movies have uh, taken a big hit since they're no longer uh, in Blockbuster? I know we haven't rented one in twenty five years. So. Uh, we did. Uh, we did uh, zombie. What was that? Beaver zombies. Zombievers. Zombievers. We did rent that one a while back. Did we rent it or was that on Netflix? I don't know. I think that was on Netflix. So we just watched what we are. Jeff and I are still trying to figure out when we're going to rent Justice League if you would like to come over and watch it. So I watched it for free on a flight back from New Orleans. Oh, never mind that. That was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) That's the the issue that we're in that we don't want to rent it. Yeah. We've been doing this podcast for 235 episodes now. And, you know, it started with us talking about comic books and whatnot. We said, oh, yeah, let's do this so other people can listen to us talk. And... We still have yet to watch Justice League. <laughs> we talked about like it. every other superhero movie it's that's been out. Christ. We, we even saw the god awful Fantastic Four on opening week. We saw the original Fantastic Four, the uh, Roger Corman yep. cut. I got that. That's terrible. It is awful. But I don't have it because that would be illegal. We can't bring ourselves to watch <laughs> Justice League. When you're trapped in a giant tube for two and a half hours <laughs> over the country. And there's nothing on. It's like, ah, oh, we'll give it a shot. I watched Twilight on a trip from Cincinnati to Seattle one year on a, on a oh. plane. And I was laughing. And everybody was looking around me like, what are you doing? It's Twilight. And I think I'm everyone like, else is ignoring the movie. No, they there was headphones everywhere. And I'm like, this is horrible. Why are you guys thinking this is a good film? It is not. Are they glistening? 
They were glistening. They were glistening. Like how, how did you like the baseball scene? Oh, Jesus, that baseball scene. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to know. I thought Pete Rose was the worst thing for baseball. Nope, Twilight broke that out. Glittering <laughs> oh. vampires playing baseball is worse. Yes. Have you yes. met Jose Canseco? <laughs> See, Paul. Pete Rose still worse. They can only play baseball when, like, the weather is coming through because they hit the ball so hard it sounds like thunder. Yes. And, like, they hit it so far that they, like, have to fly to catch the ball. So, like I said, like, Jose Canseco. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing bounced off a vampire's head, though, over the home run wall. Uh, anyways, moving on, let's do uh, some buy-sell, All right. Well, the Hollywood Stock Exchange, we have the, uh, the Hobie's uh, Ho- page up. Hobie has a Hollywood Stock Exchange. And uh, on hsx.com, go to our Facebook page, and we do have it on there. Uh, so you can actually join. We have 11 teams so far. 11 people have joined yes. uh, in just one week. Uh, it's been around since January. But we discussed it last week. And we just found out about it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Doug uh, finally let us know, it's up, it's working. We're like, oh. So, yes. Uh, so if you would like to go, you have $2 million in fictional money, and you uh, get to buy stock in movies and actors. So, so I logged in, and congratulations! I look, and I was looking around for some uh, cheap uh, stock, yeah, penny cheap stocks, stocks, penny stocks. I think I bought a couple shares of two different actors, and then haven't been back since. Jeremy Renner and no, he was too expensive. Oh. <laughs> I bought one share of Kevin James. Is that all you bought? Yeah, because that fucker. Well, I didn't know if you bought other things. Oh yeah, I bought a lot more. Oh no no, yeah. I'm, yeah, sure I'm down to like a million dollars. I bought a million dollars. You're losing. Stuff. No, 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 no. I bought a million dollars in But you stuff. didn't... Your stocks oh, must have been dropping. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking you get $2 million in cash to buy stuff, and I've gone through half of that so far. So you're broke? No. D- doesn't, doesn't this... You buy... I am above $2 million total. But oh. the $2 million originally... I was, fuck you. Are you optimizing your portfolio? I don't know what I'm doing. Shut up. <laughs> I'm confused. Oh, wait. Yeah, I, I spent about probably under $10 so far on my stock. So I have $2 million. I spent about 10 They're going to blow up, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, go to uh, Hollywood Stock Exchange and uh, join us. You can look for uh, History of Bad Ideas uh, League. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this week we're going to be discussing the actors. Uh, first, we'll start off with Josh Brolin. Currently on the HSX, he is at $113.56. Sense mm-hmm. comparison, Hugh Jackman is at one thirteen sixty two. I'm sorry, but that's a good deal for Josh Bertolone. I might have to run out and buy some if that. I will is, buy him. He's like got several big movies this summer yeah. and whatnot, and we're looking at other people who are up in the one eighties. I think Josh Brolin. I would buy. I would buy him. I mean, it's more than. Uh, I, now that I actually have the money to put on things, it's like, ooh, that's kind of expensive. That's over $100 a share, <laughs> even though I have $2 million uh, fake I don't want to jump all in spend. right now. Let's go. But uh, I think I'll be buying some Josh Brolin. I think, right. I, and Hugh I think, Jackman at 113 ain't bad either. I'd agree with the Josh Brolin. As I think about Hugh Jackman, I haven't heard any noise about a Wolverine movie, right? No, he's, like, yeah, he's pretty much done with his Wolverine. Right, but as I think about him... That's all I've seen him in for the last... The Greatest Showman? So, like I said, Wolverine is the only <laughs> character I know him as over the last, call it, 10 to 12 Kate Leopold? 
<laughs> You're proving my point. Swordfish. So are you buying Josh Brolin? So I'm buying Josh Brolin. Okay. And I think I'm, you know, short selling Hugh Jackman. <laughs> We're not doing the other person. It's just a comparison. I'm selling call options on Hugh Jackman. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, Benicio del Toro is at one hundred and six dollars and ninety five cents. Compared to, say, Clint Eastwood at 114.11. Uh, the intern told me uh, the reason why he put Clint Eastwood as a comparison is uh, he can't find anyone else at $106. So he's going well, How about we just compare him to Hugh Jackman at 113.62? <laughs> I mean, that's closer anyway. I'm selling Benicio. Yeah, outside, Benicio does some good movies, but it's pretty much. Probably most of his stuff is the fact that he's got a small part in the Avengers movies, the yeah. Marvel movies. The collector. Yeah. I I agree with that. I you know. He's kinda hanging on for Hollywood colonels if you I mean unless something sneaks up the pipeline for Benicio, I think I will be selling him. So uh everybody's selling Benny. Let's do some top five with the best theme music in the world. that top five jeff because it is the best top five music that isn't the best top five music the best top five music is on its way from henno that's right you got it coming come on henno uh according to our outline it is the top five worst government characters in movies so characters working or employed or running the government Okay, that was good. I thought you were going on with that. No, I, I couldn't figure out what word to throw after government. So government fish, government characters in movies. Not government, not real-life politicians. We're talking in movies. We're talking government officials in movies. Yes. Uh, Dipman, what's your number five? I'm going to start with Francis Underwood. Is that a movie? No, that would be Kevin Spacey in... What is that show again? <laughs> House of Cards. House of Cards. That's not a movie. <laughs> That's a movie. It's a TV series. It's it's my five. Hey guys, it's a TV series, not a movie. <laughs> that's my Kevin's face. Ah, anyways, I just feel it was, I feel it was appropriate for the uh, the times. <laughs> the times. Okay, uh, I'll let you make up your own rules. It's, Everyone it's like, else. It's does. like a metaphor for current government. Uh, down the hall. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, it's a metaphor. I wouldn't say <laughs> it was. Uh, Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is uh, Flash Slothmore. From Zootopia. It's the sloth that works at the DMV. That's a good one. Have you seen Zootopia? Yes. Do you like it? It was all right. Okay. But I enjoyed it a lot. I was annoyed watching the movie of the sloth working at the DMV. So the it, funny thing is... They're playing it for laughs, but it was just annoying. See, here's the funny thing. I know that, that scene line for line because I have told that joke to my, to my kids multiple times. And now they're like, my oldest is like, Dad, I don't want to hear the joke. And I was like, no, no, I got a new joke. And then and you he's tell like, the same joke. No, you don't. And then my daughter, who's four, goes, what's your new joke, Dad? And I go, what do you call a three-hump camel? And she goes, I don't know, Dad. I was like, pregnant. Ha, ha. And I do the whole thing. And my oldest goes, you had to ask him. You had to ask him. <laughs> I know the whole thing from start to finish. So it's about five minutes long when I do it. <laughs> uh, flash, flash. Where are you doing, dude? Uh, my number five 
is uh, M. Bison from Street Fighter. <laughs> Raul Julia's last movie. Uh, and here's the reason. I love Raul Julia. Street Fighter is so horribly bad. But the issue is this. His whole goal was to make his own island and like make, take over the world, uh, make his own island, and he has his own currency. What or the currency has no value, Raul? Or so it's like Bitcoin. Yes, it's actually worth less less than Bitcoin. I don't know what's Bitcoin down to well, right now. No, no offense, but no currency is really worth anything. Yes, but you have a government backing it. And Bison didn't even have the full government backing it. Well, when he took over the island, then he no, would have a no, government. No, it was he, a bad plan. He is the government. It's a thing. I am above the law. We have this. I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you also have DJ as one of his sidekicks. Oh, God, horrible character from Street Fighter. Uh, so M. Bison's my number five. Uh, my number four is I had to go with the standard, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. He is the EPA guy. He's a douchebag. Well, see, I, I'm coming to Walter Peck's defense here. Why is that? Well, one, of course he's a douchebag. He works for the EPA. I think um, they only hire douchebags. It's true. Uh, we can't. We can't defend that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they hired Blake, and arrest my case. Allegedly. So, um, and come on, seriously, he's doing his job. He's trying to s- protect the the city from a bunch of shysters who but talk he's not about listening. they have ghosts. But no one believes ghosts. Don't be start pressing buttons on it. That's my issue with it. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him shutting it down, but maybe you should listen to the guy that built it. Maybe you should listen to the terrorists that built it. Oh, they're not space ISIS. <laughs> God dang you. He could be. What's your number four, Jeff? You're already wrong. Oh, I'm already wrong. So uh, my number four is A.O. Neville from the movie Rabbit Proof Fence. It's a movie... <laughs> I got a look over there. Did you find this on porn? <laughs> no. I, wow. I feel like you've been playing on Netflix. Like, what's the most random movie out there? Uh, oh, it's, it's <laughs> you a have found ra- Rabbit Hash Indiana. It's a movie. C- from combine like... these five words to find a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, and Rabbit Hash is in Kentucky. Whatever, I'm telling you, your movie. <laughs> no, it takes place in Australia in the early 20th century, where the government is taking the Aboriginal children away from their families and giving them to white families to raise because they're trying to forcibly integrate the Aborigines into their society. How and is this not number one? <laughs> that sounds the like a really shitty was... idea. And, and, well, it's based off a true story, too. That's the sad part. And the story Rabbit Proof Fence is about some of the original, Aboriginal children who were taken away from their, their, their mm-hmm. tribe and their parents who walked... The, Australia's got this fence running pretty much the length of the continent to keep the rabbits from So they built their own wall? Yeah, they built a fence, and it's only two, three feet high to keep the rabbits out, but uh, they followed the fence till they got back to their their, their real families. We are a history podcast. Government uh, chasing them down every step of the way. I feel like your top five this week, Jason, may backfire. Portrayed by Kenneth Branagh. Well, this turned to dark, dark movie. I, I'm not going to say I warned you on Twitter, but... <laughs> you I, did I warn me! You did warn me. Oh, moving on. It was a very good movie. Thanks. But... The government was a bunch but of... But the government was evil, and he was the 
the minister of whatever they I could have gone to South African government for a dry white season, but I was trying to keep it a little bit well, you lighter. could have. Jeez, That's why I picked you all mine. The worst. I mean, come on. That's why I picked mine based on all shitty movies, not how <laughs> bad the person was. Jesus. <laughs> so to okay, my first one was a sloth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and you went full like Monty on the next one. Like, hey, here we are. Government sucks. <laughs> okay, Paul, what's your number four? Uh, Judge Dredd, Mr. Sylvester Stallone, the one and only. I love the law. Yes, and that's why. Because yeah. shut up. Yeah, I can agree with you on that. I didn't think of it, but... Who did you put? Judge Dredd himself. Ah, give me that. The Stallone version. The Stallone version. He's a judge, jury, and executioner. That's not right. Yeah. And he talks like this. I mean, it's like he's one of those duck-faced girls on Facebook trying to talk. You know, I could probably pick him from uh, the, the all, pretty much any movie he plays a government employee. Exactly. Uh, Demolition Man. Exactly, yep. Demolition but what Man I, is what terrible. But what do you do with the seashells? Uh, let's see, what was the other uh, co- Cobra, he, he was a police officer. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Expendables, he was a mercenary. Which one? one, one two, government. Oh, one, two, three. Be. Which government? Rambo, he was... Well, first Blood was all right, but then the government came and brought him back. Every time I'm out, they bring me back. Uh, what's your number three? My number three? Uh... In Demolition Man, Lamina Huxley, the Sandra Bullock character. <laughs> <laughs> How <My> segue. <laughs> How did she become a cop? I have she no was idea. Horrible. Yeah, she was horrible. What do I do with the seashells? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you know this takes place like hundreds of years in the future, but this person is just focused on the eighties. Really. Really? It's like Paul and Dan, you being focused on the 1570s. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, makes sense. Yeah, no. What happened in the 1570s? Uh, there was a lot of uh, bell bottoms and uh, <laughs> swords good. and... Um, S-words or swords? <laughs> both. <laughs> and uh, lots of venereal diseases. It's kind of odd time. Plague. Plague. Smallpox blankets. <laughs> I did say 1870s. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number... Th- oh, that was your number three? That was my number three. Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Adam Sutler, the leader from V4 Vendetta. It's my number two. Ooh, I knocked your number two out. John, played by John Hurt, John and he John is Hurt. evil in that. He pretty much, yeah, is the epitome of evil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's nothing more to be said. He's just an asshole. Yeah. Uh, that's your number three? Uh, my number three is uh, Helen Mirren as the queen in The Queen. Oh, I'm like, Helen Mirren is your worst character? She's not yeah. even a government employee. Sorry, she's no. the queen in the, the movie queen. The Queen. If queen you're a queen, are you a government employee? Yeah, they get paid by the government. So, uh, they are the government. Don't you listen to... I am the law! I am the law! That actually might be one of my better no. ones. Oh. No. Every time I feel like I hit it right, <laughs> you're just down there to shoot me down. You you were doing a Rocky Stallone yeah. to a Judge Dredd line, but it, you didn't do it right. Speaking of that, let me do a quick veer off into this. Speak of, uh, we were talking about young Sheldon earlier. Unfortunately. Time oh, out. There was this um, episode where he was uh, trying out for the drama, t- uh, the drama department, like in a play, and they had to do a monologue. All the kids did to see how they would be good, how good they would be. The person in front of him, a uh, uh, girl student, she did the Rocky monologue from Rocky Four. If I could change, uh, and you can change. 
I was like, that's awesome. Now I, was, I hate the show even worse. I was cracking up, and my wife's like, what is that for? I was like, Rocky Four. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Anyways, moving on. Uh, my number three. Oh, yeah, the queen. Uh, because in the movie, she is not the nicest person to Princess Diana. And they kind of alluded to the fact that she did not have an issue with what happened to her. Did 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 the movie hint that she might even been behind it? Or Maybe. Maybe. The movie I, I know there's rumors it. that yeah. people were saying the queen might have been behind it. She wasn't upset with it in the movie. And she just played, oh. She, she did a great job, but man, that character... Uh, number two for me uh, was uh, Adam Sutler from uh, V for Vendetta. He does not seem like he should have a name of Adam, though. It should be like an old, like, John Sutler is even better. Well, Adam is the first person. Oh, that's true. It is, yeah. So yeah. you can't say there's an older name than Adam. Moving on. Uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, Dudley Smith from L.A. Confidential. Mm. The uh, captain of the police who is I am the captain the most corrupt person I think I've ever seen try to run a uh, a police uh, unit there uh, as played by uh, oh no I forgot his name uh, the old person J- James Cromwell thank you there you go James Cromwell uh, that's also being a TV series alright so is James Cromwell gonna be evil in it sure why not <laughs> what's your number two Ditman? Jason's favorite character, one Mr. Stanley Goodspeed. <laughs> Goodspeed? Yo, uh, that's also named short for Godspeed. No, 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 no. Not, not really. No. no. No, you know, Godspeed means I don't care because it's not my name. <laughs> Goodspeed is my name. He is a horrible character. <laughs> a horrible government official. Every dumbness that he does following around uh, Connery. Connery, it's like, why? Just... Kill him. <laughs> well, my, my other issue is, uh, is he bad, Connor, or is uh, Nicolas Cage's character bad, or is it his sidekick in the poison lab that's playing with a fucking doll that uh, escapes the poisonous gas? You're in a containment area because there's possible poisonous gas. I'm going to move every little thing out of this piece of luggage. That guy's awful. Fucking terrible people. Horrible. The movie's awful. What are you talking about? The movie's awesome. I watched it the other week. It's on TBS, and I got stuck watching it for, well, I watched it for about an hour and a half, and my wife comes in, she goes, why are you watching this again? And then she sits down, like, 20 minutes later, she's like, are we going to watch something, or are you just going to watch this? I don't know. <laughs> I planned on watching this. Uh, is mo- that okay? The remote's on the coffee table. You know she's how like, far that is? It's like eight inches. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to just read my book. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what's number one? And lastly, Keanu Reeves in Speed. Uh, how is he the worst? It's just annoying and horrible to watch. <laughs> you have no reason. It's just he's annoying. That's the reason. He's good at his job. He rode a bus for two and a half hours. It's only an hour and 45 minutes. It felt like two and a half hours. Wait, wait, wait. Wasn't the bad guy, like, specifically targeting him? I don't know. I think it might have been. I don't know. That would require me to think about the plot <laughs> of speed beyond a bus goes 60 miles an hour. Because you... you if someone specifically is targeting you with some stupid, elaborate plot like that, there's probably something wrong with you. Is he that stupid, or is Jason Patrick horse? Because he did speed two on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. And the golf clubs are explosive there, Ugh. aren't they? <laughs> I'm a golfer. You have all drivers, William Defoe. Come on. <laughs> but I need that for the explosives. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Uh, number one for you, Jeff. Uh, number one for me is Adolf Hitler. 
knew that was coming. In any movie that Adolf Hitler is a character in. What about Little Nicky? I still hate Adolf Hitler, even in Little Nicky. Okay. <laughs> what a podcast. I was is... probably going mainly for Downfall, maybe Valkyrie. but okay. uh, Or, uh, what do you call it? Inglorious uh, Bastards? Oh, yeah, Inglorious Bastards. I didn't even think of that one. What about Benny Hill? I don't think well, that was Benny a Hill's a movie. Yeah, that's true. Well, neither is, uh, you know, Tale of Cards or whatever, that House of Cards, but, you know, doesn't stop dip, man. Hey, <laughs> so make what, your own rules. What's your number one? Uh, number one is Shelley Runyon, played by Gary Oldman in The Contender. Joan Allen is up for vice president. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorite movies. I uh, love the movie. I agree. And there was rumors that she had a threesome in college many, many years ago. And so Shelley Runyon is a senator, and he's trying to stop this, stop her from... Uh, because being vice he's president. from the opposite party yes. and doesn't like her. And he and basically it's uh the one of the best lines is she goes basically she goes, So you're trying to stop it because I had sex. You had deviant sex. <laughs> and it's like, oh and he is just horrible, horrible person. Um the only person I could equate him to is Mitch McConnell. Uh anyway. Down the hall. Slow as anything. Yep. I'm a turtle. Hi, I'm Hillary. Did I win this yet? No. Go it away. Anyways, moving on. Um, I was going both sides. I was trying to be... Yeah, that, that was terrible. Shut up. Anyways. So Shelly Runyon from The Contender. Gary Oldman played a great job as this piece of shit. Uh, honorable mentions. I had uh, Robert Redford in Winter Soldier. Alexander Pierce. Uh, I had uh, Warren Beatty in Bullworth. Oh. <laughs> Just because it's a horrible film, and I hate can't stand Warren Beatty. I'll put him in as Dick Tracy, too. He's a piece of shit. Now, I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've actually saw Bullworth. Was he actually in the government running for, like, re-election? Yes, or was he was he... going for re-election. Okay. His did... numbers were low, so he decided to go. I didn't know if he was someone just getting in and no. hadn't been elected yet. And uh, not a good movie, the 2004 version, uh, Manchurian Candidate. I'm going Senator Eleanor Shaw, played by Meryl Streep. Uh, she's an evil character because she's basically manipulating uh, you know, a soldier to kill her nemesis. There you go. Uh, any honorable mentions for you? I had an honorable mention of uh, the character of Scott Pritchard, as played by Will Patton in No Way Out. He was the right-hand man, Gene Hackman's right-hand man, who was who would do anything to protect... Mm-hmm protect him and did some pretty underhanded murderous skeeving shit not a nice guy not a nice guy uh what do you got is it manny I, I didn't have any honorable mentions i was a little behind on today so uh scab jeff we had a lot i knew he didn't have any honorable mentions because his number five was a tv show come <laughs> on <today. laughs> uh scab jeff said so does kevin james from mall cop technically count or is a mall not technically governed I said no, but it could be. I don't don't think it's run by the government. Okay. I would say no, Mall Cop doesn't count. Uh, I'm going to blame uh, Blake's sickness on this. Princess Leia Poppins from The Resistance and The Last Jedi. I will say that's the worst part of the film. I love The Last Jedi, but that is a horrible, horrible. He goes, think about it. When an entire movement is wiped out and dwindled to a handful that fits inside the Millennium Falcon, the only hope you have is a suck-ass holographic loop to save you. You suck as a leader. No wonder said. No wonder Luke said fuck it and disintegrated. He wasn't a suck ass Luke no. though. He uh, was a cool ass Luke. 
Let's see. Uh, let's. Uh, your sister. Uh, she had uh, Richard Nixon from The Watchmen. Uh, Bob Alexander, White House Chief of Staff from Dave. That was a great film. I forgot about that. Oh, I did want to say, yeah, honorable mention. I was going to put President Dave in that. The president who has a body double do yep. give his speeches. Uh, Villas Cohagen from Governor, the Governor in Total Recall. Sure. And Norse Fire Government, basically the whole government, V for Vendetta. I can't see what her number one is. I think I deleted it by accident. It was the next. The yeah, I think I missed reply. it up somehow. Um, Anyways. Uh, oh, you, you suck. Yes. I forgot what it was. Yes. So now you're going to make me look it up. Uh, number five, Sean, uh, Sean Coon from Pittsburgh Nerd had five. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. Uh, Mass Amada from Star Wars prequels. Uh, Secretary of Defense. Mass I- Amada. Yes. Who is Mass Amada? I don't know. It says, look it up. Google it. M-A-S-A-M-E-D-D-A. I feel like you sound like John Travolta when he tried to announce that. <laughs> Akeem Disease. <laughs> A diseased Akeem. I don't know. what. <laughs> Akeem Olajuwon. That's not even how it's spelled, John. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, Secretary of Defense Albert Nerziski from Independence Day. He was awful. Sandra Stern from Iron Man 2. I think he did that just so I can say that. You know what? I think he's just doing these names just so <laughs> I have to say them. Uh, he uh, had Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson from Die Hard. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. That Agent Johnson and Special Agent. That's a good one. Uh, Dev from Snake Oil and Shot of History. Uh, Senator Charles Meacham from Shooter. Uh, all the Norse Fire government officials from V for Vendetta. Secretary of Defense Albert Neminsky from Independence Day. That's another one. Uh, Alexander Pierce from Captain America, Winter Soldier, Robert Redford. Senator, Palpat- Senator Supreme Chancellor Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> uh, he is the worst. Honorable mention, Wilkes Van Der Meel from District 9. The bad guy in that. Oh, okay. He was an asshole. And, hey, he had one too. I didn't see this. M. Bison from Street Fighter. Well, there you go. I did not look at any of these before. My, my sister's number one was a tie. Mm-hmm. Both presidents, Coin and Snow from the Hunger Games. Okay. Uh, can you look up who Mass Amada is? Yeah. Just Google it. Uh, Jen Adams. She had Father from Equilibrium. That was a good movie with Christian Bale. Like I have that. not seen that. Very, it, it's on uh, Netflix. Well worth your time. Uh, G- uh, Janine uh, Matthews from Divergent series. Jen, you're the one that watched Divergent. Uh, Cornelius or Cornelius Snow from the Hunger Games series. <laughs> Is it Cornelius? I'm going with that. Jeff's look up something. Ludvico, Minister of the Interior from Clockwork Orange. Ooh, that's a good one. Clockwork Orange. And King Li- uh, Leonidas from 300. I know I screwed that one up. Leonidas? Leonidas. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I have a speech impediment. Uh, number five. But it's not a speech impediment. <laughs> I'm a stupid impediment. Uh, Chris Richardson had President Bennett from Clear and Present Danger. Uh, Cornelius Fudge from Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> Fudge. Mayor Larry Vaughn from Jaws. Oh, yeah. I'm not shutting down the beaches. Just rather people die. The entire Let's Nuke It World Security Council from Avengers Assemble. Fuck it. Let's just blow them up. And Cigarette Smoking Man from the X-Files movie. Oh. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, Clint Thiel had two to wrap us up. President Scrooge from Spaceballs. Oh, he was great. And King Cooper from the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> Thanks, Clint. <laughs> that is a horrible one. 
That is horrible. Okay. Moss Ameda was a Chagrian male politician who served in the high-ranking government roles during the twilight years of the Galactic Republic and helped establish and administrate its successor, the Galactic Empire. A native Champala, Amada was a talented political actor who filled the role of vice chair of the Galactic Senate of the Republic under two supreme chancellors on the capital world of Coruscant. His first chancellor, Finnis Valorum, was ousted from the office following a vote of no confidence in the leadership during the Trade Federation's invasion of the Midrim planet Naboo. Ometa weathered the change in administration and retained the post under Valorum's successor, Naboo's Sheev Palpatine. I know him now. He's a big, ugly blue guy with, like, two horns, I suppose. Yeah, he's the one that's next to Palpatine in the Senate. Yeah, that would require remembering shit from those movies. <laughs> uh, there's your top five. We appreciate everybody that sent it in. Uh, if you like our show, listen to us on nerdly.co.uk, Tangent Bound Network, Danger Entertainment, uh, Geek Life Radio. It's getting revamped, so Jeff, make sure you put our shows up. Uh, they're doing a whole new thing, so uh, take a look at Geek Life. Uh, also from uh, Danger Entertainment and Danger. WeBeGeeksPC.com. And uh, Geek Life, we're on at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central every Friday. So, uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, first off, thank you, Ditman, for filling in for oh, your you're welcome. sidekick. welcome. It's, it's always awesome to see you guys make my way out to Narnia West. Yes. Uh, and we can hear you on 99.7, the Blake and the Ditman show, every Monday through Friday. Except tomorrow, because it's a holiday. Yes. So. Uh, for the deaf, uh, you can't hear. Uh, let's see. Uh, bad idea. Uh, this is from Doug. He says it's number two. I don't know if this is high enough for a two. That is not a number two. It's a bad idea. I'd add like two zeros to it. Okay. But I... Zero, zero, two? (laughs) Maybe to the back end of it. So like two Uh, oh. I I, I might say even higher than that. Is it a top 100? No, I mean like a bigger number Uh, than that. 522. Sure. Bad idea, 522. Trying to hand feed a shark. Real quick. Per the Fox News, Melissa Brunning, 34, was on a yacht. I'm on a yacht. Was it Hunter McAllister's yacht? It is Hunter McAllister's. It was probably a charter fishing boat she paid $52 for. (laughs) In the remote Kimberley region, northwest part of Australia. Don't you know, don't go in the water, Australia. They have things that will kill you. Uh, The water's safer than the land. That's true, but they have a kraken down there. Uh, When she tried to hand feed four tawny nurse sharks swimming around her boat. Nurse sharks aren't actually that dangerous. Yeah, nurse, nurse sharks are, are the nice nice sharks that... Yeah. Brune toured the West Australia, and she didn't realize she couldn't hand-feed a shark. So, fun fact, there's a video of this. Yes, yes I saw it. This is, it was on the news this afternoon. We're going to put this up on our, website, our Facebook page. Until the animal became like a hoover, sucking her right index finger into its mouth for rows of razor-sharp teeth. Oh, I, I was confused. When I first read, became like a Hoover. You can't noodle a shark like you can a catfish. <laughs> That's like, just watching those uh, backwood noodlers. <laughs> I think the shark was as much shock as I was. Nope. I don't think so. He thought it was breakfast. The only way I can describe it is the immense pressure, and it felt like I was shredding it off the bone. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, I came up, and I was like, I've lost my finger. My finger's gone. <laughs> the shark pulled her into the water of Dungo Bay. Which is inhibited Dugong Bay. Whatever. <laughs> by saltwater crocodiles that can grow up to twenty three feet long. Way more than a ton, according to Sky News. Jesus man. Uh, the entire encounter was captured on video, which we'll put up on History of Bad Ideas. 
Uh, Brennan scream, is screaming as she is dragged into the water before the boat's crew and her friends pull her out. She sustained cuts, a fracture, a torn ligament, and a bad infection from the bite, but did not lose her finger. She did say uh, the incident was completely my fault. Well, no shit, Sherlock. You're putting your hand in the water. And well, let's she's admitting to it. How many people have you seen dumb stoop, have done stupid things and then claim that it was, you know, not their fault? There's it, a reality show about the family that we shall not name based on that. In the U.S., she would sue that shark. Yes. <laughs> For sure. No, she would sue the government. And the shark. I don't know if you can get money out of the shark. She'd sure as hell try. <laughs> she goes, it's not the shark's fault at all, but it could have been a lot worse. She says, I'm not a shark victim. <laughs> I have full respect for sharks. I think they're incredible. I always had the opinion that when you're in the water, they're at the top of the food chain. It's their domain. Well, yes. So she jumped in with arm first. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I'll put it this way. She's not crying. Oh, my God, a shark attacked me. No, she... Fully well admits it. She should lose her finger so she has a memento to remember this. Moment. Which, it, which is part of the reason I don't think it you know, should have been very high. I mean, it's like, okay, I did something stupid. It's a bad idea. But at least admitting that I did something stupid and it was a bad idea. I don't wish it will upon her, but I do feel that she should be have a remembrance of that. It's like a kid on an escalator. <laughs> His uh, parents should have to suffer that. <laughs> So there you go. There's your bad idea of the week. And next week, uh, we will have a special guest as well. So Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Addendum titles for the show. We got you. I got Cole S. Luke. <laughs> I got uh, Millennials Need Douchebags. Okay. Uh, gold Dust. Oh, no. Gold Dust. Post Humorous. That is a word. It's not. Uh, Predator v. Space Force. Ooh. And Space Isis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we want me on a list for that. <laughs> yeah, you'll be on the... You don't want to be on the government list? Maybe we could space it. Space is is. Space is is? Maybe we can say... Space was was. Space Isis, parentheses, the Egyptian goddess, not the terrorist group. Have you seen the government that we have right now from both sides? I don't think any of them are intelligent enough to get that. Uh, I have... De- uh, no, that was from last week. Uh, I have closed, open, gated community. <laughs> I got French Michael Caine. Oh, French Michael Caine wants to visit your closed, open, gated community. <laughs> oh, you brought it back up. Henno, uh, you got it coming. That was just a one-off line. <laughs> uh, Star Trek hipsters. Does that mean you got anything? I think you've captured all. I was trying to think. I'm like, I like uh, closed, open, gated community. Gold Dust visits your ghost open gated community. That's well, too long. You gotta keep it short. You gotta keep it short for iTunes. I like millennials need douchebags. <laughs> I don't think I'll get past. Well, I wanna get past. Douchebags? What's wrong with douchebags? It's not first. an offensive word. Eh, yes, it is. It's a cleaning product. <laughs> it's okay, idea. If someone was as OCD as you, I think douchebags would be something high on your list to Can make sure you're not talking about douche. I mean, it's. 
Wow, you're afraid of the word douche? Wow, you are You are a douche. You've gone soft and you're... Oh, I have gone soft. <laughs> Anyways, what else we got? <laughs> what I had? Uh, <laughs> I like Star Trek hipsters. Uh, Hello, you got it coming. You said no out of Space Isis. Uh, French Michael Caine. Yeah, no. Uh, Something other than gold dust or just plain gold dust? Gold <laughs> dust. I'm gonna lick you all over. I'm, I'm no. all for millennials being douchebags. <laughs> lick you up and down. I'm just gonna keep doing my impression until Hashtag you pick it. Hashtag it's a thing. Uh, <laughs> 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 Hashtag it's a thing is done. <laughs> is that it? What? No. Okay. Oh, I'm about to say, do we want it to start our title with a hashtag? Well, you just write it out. Write the word hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag oh. it's a thing. <laughs> Change approved. All right. You've been listening to Hobie.